0: listening to Pet Candy. Welcome to our new show, Obsessed, a show where we talk about whatever it is we're currently obsessed with. I'm Caitlin Palmer. I'm Clay. And we're Obsessed. obsessed. Well, 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 if it isn't our favorite people in the entire world, all of you guys... Thank you for coming back to episode five. Like, what are you still doing? Like, we're so glad you're here. Caitlin. Yes.
1: Before we start the intro, Mm -hmm. I have to say something. Oh, shit. What? I just got terrible news. Oh? Apparently, we're supposed to be comedians. Oh, shit. We have not been telling any jokes. We are. I think we are the jokes. This show has been so unfunny. (laughs) <laughs> it's so unlistenable from a comedic standpoint.
0: Well, I mean, they say toilet humor is the lowest form of humor. We did not so. even do
1: a lot of that. We you,
0: really don't. I'm kind of surprised at us.
1: Vasco cuts out all the farts. He
0: does. Y'all, Vasco's had to edit out at least two farts.
1: Yeah. Both so. of which belonging to Caitlin.
0: No, they were Clay's
1: farts. <laughs> no, seriously.
0: Anybody who knows us knows Clay's the one who farts. Yeah, they, don't do that, that.
1: they know that.
0: I don't do that. But anyway, yeah, thank you so much for coming on. And um, fun fact when this show airs on Wednesday, April the 13th, it'll be my birthday.
1: Oh, were you waiting for me to say it was my birthday? I was hoping that you would
0: say it was going to be my birthday.
1: I didn't forget your birthday.
0: You know what I want from all of you listeners? If you would like and subscribe to our show, that would be super super cool. I'm desperate these (laughs) days, you guys.
1: It's so bad.
0: I, I stopped our waiter and I was like, sit down, we your parents now. And he was like, okay. And I was like, we have a podcast.
1: No shame. No shame. No no inhibitions.
0: None. This is how I've gotten to where I am in my life. <laughs> I'm a professional ass kisser. <laughs> but no, for real, thank you to everyone who's been listening. Uh, today's episode is actually a request. Remember how we said if you requested stuff, we would try to do it? Well, here we are.
1: Make yeah. good on our promise. So I actually know what it is this time.
0: He does. And that's very strange to me because I didn't get to keep it a secret all week.
1: Right. I mean, you still wouldn't let me look at you when you're <laughs> yeah, compiling your notes.
0: Yeah. No, and I have some good notes for this one.
1: Uh, so I don't have a scientific study or discovery, you know, the typical news article that we do oh? at the beginning of these. Why? Well, you know, I just felt like maybe I didn't look. Look one up beforehand. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can appreciate
0: your honesty, honestly. Well,
1: you yeah, know, but I I planned for it.
0: Oh yeah.
1: Well, if you fail to plan, then you plan to fail.
0: Mm. That's that
1: old that Wisdom. old saying. But instead, I figure maybe we could do something a little different. Talk about uh, you know, like a mini obsession.
0: Ooh. Yeah. What would that like, be?
1: All right. So I'll I'll go first. I'll just tell you what like I've been doing, which you know what I've been doing. Always. I've been. <laughs> I have no secrets.
0: Not for me, you don't.
1: I've been playing The Witcher three.
0: Yes.
1: Um, because it you know it went on sale and I got it and all the expansions, uh, and we had been watching the Netflix Witcher. Yes. And some people may get incredibly pissed off at this, but yeah, I watched the Netflix series before playing the games.
0: Same. I watched the Netflix series before reading the books.
1: So I'm at the very end of it, like not books, not games. I'm at the Netflix adaptation. Right. But it, I knew about it before. Just I was like, nah, eventually we'll go on sale and I'll check it out because uh-huh. I know it's a good game. Right, right. But yeah, now I'm finally, you know, after three seasons of The Witcher, I'm now on the third game of the series. Wait, there's only two seasons, aren't there? No, I think we're on the third season. No. Are we?
0: I don't even know. I just, you know, Henry Cavill's out here doing God's work and yeah
1: painting custodies
0: um, <laughs> you know i would drink that man's bathwater. water it's that not is a so pinker. gross it's disgusting and i'd do it
1: well you might have like a spit from like a basilisk or something on him so that,
0: that would, would be, that would suck i would die but, yeah you
1: would die but
0: i but would yeah. die drinking henry cavill's bath water that is disgusting it, it
1: is but i've been playing the games i've been enjoying them a lot uh-huh uh, and it's extremely long <laughs> you know this i've i been do trying to get it done before the patch of another game I play comes out and Such just nerd. kind of barely barely managed to beat just the base story of The Witcher 3. Right,
0: right. Yeah, it's funny because I hate buying Clay a video game because he beats it so quickly. And it's kind of like, man, I just spent
1: $60 and you were done in like two days. <laughs> I did all the stuff, though. I did all the side quests. He
0: did, but that's been his life. He's like, I got to go play The Witcher. Like, it's like a job. Like, I got to go take care <laughs> right, of Right, I've got cat. work
1: to do. I've
0: got work to do.
1: There are monsters that need witching.
0: Yes. Oh god, I love The Witcher.
1: So what what is something that you've been a little obsessed with here lately?
0: You know, this week I've been <laughs> I've mostly been dissociating because obsessed I'm just,
1: with dissociating.
0: I'm obsessed with dissociating. Like, I am so tired. <laughs> I also am obsessed with The Witcher. I, I made a TikTok joking about I'm just going to quit the grind and write Witcher fan fictions all day long. <laughs>
1: yeah. I'm sure there's a huge market for Witcher fan fiction. Somebody
0: did ask me for the link. And then I was like, oh, I haven't actually written any, but I've got them up here in my brain brain. Oh, God. I can't write stories, though. And not- mine would have no plot.
1: Yeah, it would just be an, an extreme, extremely long sort of extended fantasy about Geralt of Rivia standing out of the bathtub.
0: Oh, God, and the water cascading off his thick thighs.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah.
0: Excuse me, I need some time alone with my husband.
1: With me? I'm not Geralt of Rivia.
0: I still love you.
1: Well, that's that's something at least. <laughs> <laughs> at least there's that.
0: Oh, gosh. People are like, yeah, uh, not coming up. But enough about Geralt of Rivia. Although I could talk about Geralt of Rivia all day, as could you. Listeners, scale of one to thighs. How much do you love Geralt of (laughs) Rivia? One to
1: thighs.
0: Yeah, new kink unlocked. (laughs)
1: Oh, God. Again, our parents, and they listen to... Oh, no. Yeah, they're going to hear you talking about it.
0: Okay, we're not sending our parents the link to this one.
1: (laughs) They'll find it.
0: They'll... No, no.
1: My mom might. Your, your parents, mom might. Yeah, I'm okay. Your if parents your mom might knows. be able to. I am okay it.
0: if my mom knows, but my dad hearing me talk about like being crushed to death by Geralt of Rivia's <laughs> dummy thick thighs, that's a little embarrassing. Everyone else though, like my boss, my friends, my coworkers, sure, you, you can. You already know.
1: I, I know what it is, but why don't you tell everyone else what it is that you have dug up here?
0: Well, it's kind of funny that you we, that we were talking about The Witcher and Geralt of Rivia because he's called the Wolf. Our episode this week is kind of a wolf man, dog man. Thank you, Mandy. Oh, half
1: wolf man, half dog man. Half
0: wolf man, half dog man. <laughs> Hell yeah. There's too much thing in our thing. So this. Man, bear, pinkies. Man, bear, He's Half man, half bear, and half big. We're so tired. <laughs> so this episode was requested by Mandy with an I. Thank you, Mandy, for requesting this. I am so excited to talk to you today about The Beast of Bray Road. Have you heard of it?
1: I mean, sort of, in the fact that we were going to be doing it, but I have i have never heard of it before. No, I've, I don't actually know anything about it other than he's apparently a quarter man, a quarter wolf, a quarter man, and a quarter dog.
0: No, Clay, he's half man, half wolf, half dog.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's simple math. No, for real. Uh, This is the Wisconsin werewolf. Could it be stalking the roads and cornfields of Elkhorn, Wisconsin? The beast of Bray Road is a large humanoid with lupine features, allegedly been stalking Bray Road, sometimes near cornfields in Wisconsin since the 30s, often described as standing seven feet tall with shaggy gray or brown fur, a long face, pointed ears, and glowing yellow or red eyes. Weight estimates kind of vary um, from 150 all the way up to 700 pounds.
1: The holy shit! But
0: that's, that's a bit that's, of a there's a big, a big discrepancy. But everyone agrees that it's bigger than a big dog. Sometimes the beast is reported with a tail, and sometimes it just has a little fuzzy butt. It can walk upright, but it's been known when it runs to run on all fours. So it's it's a big it's a big critter.
1: Real quick, because this is, this is eating at my brain right now. I have to talk about this. I've noticed that, like, when I do an episode, when you do an episode, you do yours. Well, rather, I do mine sort of like a lazy professor giving a sort of like presentation on a subject. You do yours like a book report.
0: (laughs) (laughs) We're two different people. (laughs) We'll be right back with more Pet Candy. Find out why your dog pees on your shoes and chews your stuff up? Get our new book, Pet Candy's Guide to Dog Behavior. This fun and informative book, written by our veterinary experts, gives you the knowledge you need to understand your dog's behavior and to know when and how to get professional help. Check it out! It's available for free on Kindle Unlimited, Apple Books, and even on MyPetCandy.com and brought to you by Reconcile, chewable tablets for dogs. I get nervous when the microphone's on, so I have to have notes. Like I have, I do have a straight-up
1: book report. <laughs> you got an actual book report. I, I have a literal you did book it in report. Times New, New Roman.
0: I did it in Cal- 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 Calibri. Calibri. I don't know. I don't.
1: know. Well, you're gonna miss points for that, and I see you didn't indent on the first uh, paragraph either. So. God damn it. Yeah, I'm afraid damn. you're gonna have to deduct points. Oh shit. Okay. But so what? What's the difference between this Wolfman and other Wolfmen?
0: Okay, so Wolfman, Werewolf. These are kind of terms. There are there is a little bit of difference. People use the term Werewolf because it's popular. People know what a Werewolf is. So for you know simplicity's sake, I get it. But there right. is so it's,
1: it's a dude who has been cursed that if he sees anyone's ass cheeks, he turns into a yeah
0: wolf. a moon exactly, right. and that can that does extend to asses. That is correct. So, <laughs> but what is oh is it a Werewolf or is it a Dogman? Because those terms are kind of used interchangeably. A werewolf, by definition, is a human that turns into a wolf. So, like, it's a curse. They see a full moon. They see a dummy thick ass. They turn into a <laughs> they wolf. See
1: they see Gerald of Rivia stand Arivia. out of his bathtub. Stand
0: out of his bathtub, water rippling down his back. <laughs> he turns around, and it's like, oh!
1: Right, like the old Looney Tunes. Yes, his exactly. His eyes pop out of his head.
0: Yes, it's like you were there. It's like you were there. So uh, a dog man is more of an anthropomorphic dog. So like a, a person with dog-like features or a dog with a person-like features.
1: That sounds less scary
0: It does. a werewolf. It does. It's less supernatural, I think. You know what I mean? Like yeah. there's not magic. Maybe there is. I mean, I don't know. Uh, I mean the-
1: you're not going to turn into a dog sort of. Without magic, I think. I know
0: I know. they mean, like, a wolf-like dog, but I just picture, like, a black lab person. Right,
1: yeah. <laughs> he just walks up, he's just a black lab. And
0: he's, like, really excited and pees on stuff.
1: Right. So, he's our black lab? Yeah,
0: he's, he's our black lab. He's Kipper. He's really excited and he pees. The Beast of Bray Road is more of a quote-unquote dog man, but people say werewolf interchangeably. But just for the sake of the argument, I wanted to address that there is a difference between those two terms. Yeah. So, Bray Road, as we've said, is in Elkhorn, Wisconsin. Elkhorn was the traditional Christmas card town. It was actually featured in old school postcards. It was literally Hmm. the Christmas town. So,
1: it's it's like the most sort of cookie cutter, (laughs) small town that you would set a horror movie in.
0: Perhaps. Perhaps. Um, Henry Ford actually commissioned these paintings of, like, Main Street on Christmas, and they have the Christmas lights and Santa and the reindeer. It's very pretty. It's very picturesque. It is the classic Christmas card town. It, like, literally, it, there were Christmas cards in this town. So, several reports and videos throughout my research. Bray Road, the road itself, is just kind of a road. Uh, there's nothing particularly spooky about it during the day <laughs> although there is one person who put a statue out of the beast in their front yard and that's dope as hell i want to be those people
1: that would probably scare somebody who didn't know about that person <gasps> yeah home. so cool. i
0: fell i fell for some clickbait clay i'm not proud of this but you know i'm going through videos and there's one that says we found the beast of bray road i'm like no you didn't but i i was i had already clicked on it you know and they're like, "Oh, look at this road." And it's like, "Oh, it's just a road." And it's like, "Oh, hey, cornfield, it's cool." And it's like, "Oh my god, it's the beast." And it was the statue.
1: That dude. Yeah, but I mean like if you didn't know that dude had a statue in his front yard and it was like a dark and foggy night and you, right. you and it's knew about kind of, the beast of Bray Road right. you're driving down this road and then that just kind of like comes out of your peripheral and probably.
0: Yeah, no, that's true. That's very true. In
1: brown in your pants.
0: <laughs> in brown your pants.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: So although Bray Road specifically has been reported as one of the beast's haunts, all puns intended, it has been <laughs> cited throughout Racine, Walworth, and Jefferson counties, along with the side of the road scavenging. It's not gonna stay in the same spot forever, guys. Like, come on.
1: Right, he's at least half dog.
0: He's at least half dog. He's got he's got bitches to find, you know. According to an article by Kathy Weiser Alexander in legendsofamerica.com. The number of sightings in the late 80s and early 90s prompted a newspaper article in the Walworth County Week to assign reporter Linda Godfrey to cover the story. Initially, she was skeptical, but became convinced of its authenticity and later wrote a book titled The Beast of Bray Road, Tailing Wisconsin's Werewolf. And a fun fact, even though Lisa Godfrey is the leading expert on The Beast of Bray Road, she's never had an experience with it herself.
1: And she called it a werewolf.
0: Well, I think it just kind of media hype calling it a werewolf more so than it actually, you know what I mean? But I don't know. I read the book. It's very good. I could talk about that book for hours and hours, but I don't think we get to do that.
1: You read the whole book?
0: I read most. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Wow. When I do research for something, it's like a wiki page. Wow.
0: (laughs) And you like him more, guys. This is not fair. (laughs) It's like the mom and dad things. It's like mom cares for you and loves you and clothes you and bathes you. And it's like dad tells you to go to bed but makes a fart noise. And dad's the favorite.
1: Yeah. Well, the fart noise, it seals it.
0: That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. So this book, it is dedicated to the author's dog. And I literally teared up when I was reading it. I'm going to read you the dedication because this is important. (laughs) Dedicated to the memory of Tundra Rose, the Lhasa opso, within whose tiny little white breast beat the heart of a she-wolf. Wow. Isn't that sweet? I was like, come here, Panser,
1: I need to kiss you. And he made noises.
0: And then he squealed. Yeah. And then our cat sneezed on me. <laughs> yeah. So this is not a new thing. So even though it really got... The hype happened in the 80s and 90s. The first settlers of Wisconsin did describe canine creatures who would attack and then vanish without a trace.
1: Mm.
0: There's a lot of stories of encounters, but this is the one I thought was the scariest. So this is the one I'm going to go into the most detail of. You can look it up. There's countless encounters you can find about the Beast of Bray Road. Although sightings became publicized and popular in the 80s and 90s, the first reported sighting was in 1938. Mark Shackleman, a man in his 30s, got a job as a night watchman at St. Coletta's School for Exceptional Children. So he would walk the school grounds every night, as a night watchman is prone to do. And, on and one...
1: look at all of these great, great kids that they
0: had. Yeah, I'd be like, man, these children,
1: exceptional. <laughs> <laughs> this is the finest collection of children I have. <laughs>
0: <laughs> these are some top notch children, <laughs> top shelf, top shelf. And one night, in one particular night, As he shined his flashlight across the field, he saw what appeared to be a wolf digging into a burial mound. Once it noticed him, the beast ran for the woods. The next night he saw it again, but this time it spoke to him. Its words sounded quote unquote, half human, half beast. It made up the syllables ga, da, ra. He did not go public with this story because he knew he would sound crazy. As hell, and his wife also begged him not to because of the reputation it would bring. Once you're the guy that has seen a werewolf, you're the guy that has seen a werewolf. Yeah, you
1: know? no, that's fair.
0: Yeah. He did ultimately, years and years later after his wife died, tell this story to his son, Joe. Thanks, you little d-. That's a quote from Joe's mom. He recorded the tale to the author of Midwestern Strange, B.J. Hollers. The beast was stooped over, gorilla-like, hairy, and with a terrible stench to him. I think my father said it smelled like rotting meat. Oh, and did I mention there were Indian burial grounds? Hashtag America.
1: There's always Indian There's burial always grounds. There's always
0: Indian burial grounds. And the creepiest part, that's why this one scared me the most. This thing is standing on the side of the burial mound digging in it. Mm. This not human, not animal.
1: Not entirely.
0: Not entirely. Indian burial mounds. That's the thing that happened. In 1989, a woman named Lori Indrizzi was driving home from her job as a bar manager along Bray Road when she claims to have seen a huge humanoid wolf-like creature kneeling on the side of the road, eating what appeared to be roadkill. There's a famous drawing of this by Linda Godfrey that was later featured on t-shirts. She was like, what the actual f-? <laughs> Eventually, more and more people came forward with their stories. You know how it is. Someone says, oh, yeah, I, I actually did kind of see a werewolf. And then people are like, oh, my God, I actually
1: did, too. It's like, I was so worried. I was crazy. Yeah,
0: I thought I was crazy. But I thought like, it was
1: like that guy that, like, guarded a school full of incredible children.
0: I know. You're guarding incredible children, and you think you see a wolf man? <laughs> these, what?
1: Here's my collection of exceptional children. Yes, these, yes. These are my vintage children, Ooh. and they're just old people. <laughs>
0: I'm a vintage child myself. (laughs) We'll be right back with more Pet Candy. Hi, this is Shay, and I want to tell you about my new show on Pet Candy, Cooking with Shay. I make vegan eating easy and fun. Check it out on Pet Candy TV. So eventually, you know, more and more people came forward once other people started going public. I believe some of them really did see something. I think some of them were just in it for the media attention. But I think that's just any time there's some kind of big. Yeah.
1: Always a mix.
0: Kids at the time believed that the cops carried around one silver bullet just in case,
1: which I thought was adorable. But he's not a werewolf. He's a dog man.
0: Okay, but they, they thought it was a werewolf. So one man said he saw a large dog or coyote uh, run behind a pile of rocks. But then when he investigated, it was gone. So there was nowhere it could have gone. It just, it ran behind the rocks. He was like, oh, what the f*** is that? So he went and looked and it was gone. Also, Dad, I'm aware of how much I'm cussing in this episode. But I've also been talking about Geralt of Rivia's dummy thick thighs. So you're not allowed to listen. So I just don't. <laughs>
1: I mean, that would be kind of scary for other reasons, though. I mean, I don't know that I would pursue a coyote.
0: Yeah. That's kind of a
1: dumb thing to do.
0: So, yeah. Yeah. I have a little story about a coyote, too. All of the locals really hated it, but especially the Bray family, who reported being awakened by flashlights through their window by people wolf hunting. Because Uh, people were like, I'm going to catch the beast of Bray Road. Kill the beast. Kill the beast. That's probably trademarked
1: by Disney. I don't think they can... Trademark three words like that.
0: Fair. We can't sing about it though. I would love to sing that song. You have no idea. If
1: that's the case, I'm going to trademark this response to Disney eat my nuts. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Damn. Sick burn, babe. Uh, got him. Got him. Take it. that Disney. Got him.
1: Multi billion dollar company. Right.
0: Right. So werewolf hysteria was at its peak. There were werewolf cookies. There were capture permits that people were selling.
1: Capture permits. Yeah,
0: werewolf capture permits and they were signed by Harry Face. <laughs> They're just making shit up. They're just making shit. It was just a <laughs> it was just a thing. Uh there were t-shirts. People would wear costumes and take pictures. There was a- Oh
1: no, that could go bad though. Yeah. Like what if someone's got a really good dogman costume? Yes. And then they get shot with a single right. silver bullet. And then it's like, well, let's just bury
0: him in the Indian burial ground, I guess.
1: Actually die because much like werewolves, humans also are weak to silver bullets. (laughs) We
0: are. That's true. We don't like to publicize that we're weak to silver bullets, but we are. Yeah, any bullet. There was a file at Animal Control that was just titled Werewolf because people would call animal control. Christ. yeah uh the
1: town Why, of, what is animal control going to do I
0: you know <laughs> I don't know the town of Elkhorn was like it's just a dog or a coyote it's some kind of weird animal you kids cut that out uh, a little side note owning your own weird quote unquote like Point Pleasant that's the home of Mothman but I guess going from oh the Christmas card town to the Beast of Bray Road is not what the town well, of Elkhorn Halloween wanting. cards that's true. See, I think the Beast of Bray Road is cooler than Christmas. Unpopular opinion.
1: I don't know. Those are both pretty cool facts about the place.
0: Yeah, yeah. I like that it started out as the Christmas card town. Yeah, and then, like it got worse. Well, that's what I'm saying.
1: It was like it was kind of like foreshadowing. It was. Yeah. Like, everything was nice at the peaceful town of Bray. I forgot what the town's name was Elkhorn. Elkhorn.
0: <laughs> so there's a lot of theories about what actually is the. Beast of Bray Road because people were seeing something, you know, one person thought they hit an animal with their car, they got out to investigate, this weird wolf creature lunges at them, they got got back in their car and they hightailed the hell out of there, but there were three long claw marks on their car. So there is something, something people are seeing. A lot of people say it's a bear, other people's-
1: Oh Yeah.
0: Other people's, oh gosh. Other people's (laughs) thinks it's a wendigo. Still others believe it's a large wolf or even something supernatural. One person even went as far as to call it God's mistake. Oh, damn. Maybe it's just an unidentified animal. Multiple sightings throughout multiple counties. Maybe it's a litter, you know, of some kind of dog thing. One theory is that it's a coyote with a deformity or a bear that has mange.
1: A mange bear is terrifying.
0: Everybody Google that right now. Pause the podcast, but come back.
1: It's so scary. It's so
0: scary. Well, my little side story about the coyote. Years and years ago, before we were married, we had a coyote with mange come in our yard. And it was scary as hell. It looked like the chupacabra. And it was not scared of us. We had to, like, yell at it and throw stuff at it to get it to leave. Yeah, when
1: then. When them bad boys is hungry, they don't really care. It's really
0: sad, actually.
1: That's what I'm saying. It's kind of dumb to chase after a coyote.
0: My mom was like, get it out of here. And I was like, but mom, it's hungry. So, you know, edit however you feel fit. But you know, when you think about it, for example, in our neighborhood, there's foxes. I've never seen the foxes, but that doesn't mean they're not there.
1: I've seen a wild fox. This was not where we live now, but at old House. Yeah. Um, It was neat. It walked like 10 feet. Away from in front of my window. It was just a rainy day and I was looking outside and it just happened to come out of the rain. And That's magical. Yeah, it was an en- enchanting encounter.
0: I want that. I love that for you. Congratulations on that. <laughs> so it could be that it's just some kind of elusive, unidentified animal. Quick story. Last night while I was finishing my notes, I had to go to the bathroom at 2 a.m. because we ate Waffle House. And the <laughs> light in our bathroom is out. And we forgot to get a light bulb because we were getting Waffle House. So as I'm reading about the Beast of Bray Road and looking at some pretty freaky art, I look up to see a little dog face, but it was Panzer. Panzer is solid black, but his face is white with age. So all I saw in the dark of the hallway was little white Panzer face. And it looked (laughs) like it was floating. Spook, spook. All I can say is thank goodness I was already on the toilet. Most cryptozoologists believe it's more of a Bigfoot creature, whereas skeptics believe it's merely a wild dog that's been the victim of mass hysteria. In 2020, there were some quote-unquote photos of the beast taken in the middle of the day. But, like, it's clearly just bad taxidermy. I'm going to show you the picture.
1: Oh,
0: no. <laughs> it, it, like, it was kind of scary. Like, that's actually what I was looking at when Panzer came in. I was like, ah! You so, thought
1: it was a bad taxidermy No, dog. Panzer's
0: a... Panzer would be the best taxidermy, but he's never allowed to die, so we don't have to worry about it. The easiest, simplest answer is usually the right one. It looks like a wolf. It's probably a wolf. It's not entirely impossible for there to be a wolf there. At the time that the sightings were getting popular, animal control officers did recall a husky that had been running wild and was finally caught, he described it as the meanest dog he'd ever met. Unfortunately, the dog was euthanized. It was a highly aggressive husky. Mm -hmm. You can see where a husky would look like a wolf, especially if it's trying to attack you. Or is it something more spiritual? Indian burial grounds, devouring flesh, three toes. Speaking on a half-animal voice, sound familiar, Clay? When two women were speaking about these features that made the beast seem spiritual or demonic, they were putting all the pieces together, talking about things that they're like, I don't know, that might be some kind of spirit. All the books flew off of the shelf in the room they were in. And they never talked about it again. Could it be something spiritual? Could it be a demon?
1: I've never known a Wendigo spirit to be so petty.
0: I mean, if I was if I was a cryptid, I'd be petty. I'm a human and I'm petty. <laughs> Like the article from Milwaukee Mag, I'm going to leave you with a little quote from H.P. Lovecraft. There are horrors beyond life's edge that we do not suspect. And once in a while, a man's evil prying calls them just within our range. And that was H.P. Lovecraft. <laughs> and uh, a fun related search when I was looking for the Beast of Bray Road. I <laughs> oh, God, she needs to take a shit. A woman was on the side of the road pooping. And the cops <laughs> got involved, I didn't investigate further. Oh, wait, so it got, like, tagged under the Beast of Brown? Yes, I think it was because it was road, you know, how the further you get down into the searches, it was.
1: Oh, no. Yeah. No, I like the idea that somebody tagged it as the, we found the beast. There it is. It's just <laughs> this lady trying to take a shit on the road.
0: I love that. I love that so much. So, everybody, I hope you enjoyed The Beast of Bray Road. I'm a little obsessed with it. It's very interesting. There's so much more I could talk about, but I didn't want to, you know, talk for five ever.
1: Yeah, we don't have, like, a local creepy crawly.
0: We don't. Not here in, in the SIP.
1: In the SIP. Well, not, like, particularly where we are anyway.
0: That's true. That's true. I wish we did. But we are very close to New Orleans, which is not our favorite place to go because of traffic <laughs>
1: it's
0: but so bad. it is so bad but there's a lot of cryptid stories a lot of vampire stories marie Laveau, the honey island swamp monster right. is only about 15 the rougarou love me some rougarou
1: rougarou is essentially just a werewolf too
0: essentially but they're all a little different and they're all different like they've got they've got different stuff <laughs> We'll be right back with more Pet Candy. Hey, hon. What you doing with your fun? Do flowers have best friends? I don't know. Hey, look. Whoa. Some answers can only be found in nature. Discover
1: the unsearchable. Visit discovertheforest.org to find a trail near you. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council.
0: Before we go, we would like to talk about our merch. So on May 15th, we'll be announcing the winner of our giveaway. You're going to get not only some badass socks and a cool-ass coffee cup, you get to pick our next subject as of, you know, after that date. So, Clay, how can they enter?
1: Uh, You can email us at obsessedwiththepalmers at gmail.com.
0: You can email us to enter, or you can follow us on Instagram at obsessed with the Palmers.
1: Yeah, when you email us, just uh, go ahead and list what you'd like to hear about on our show, and we'll pull from that.
0: Yes, and we would love to give you some free stuff. And um, I'm sure we're going to throw in some more little goodies, make it a little more tempting, tempting. So yes, please do that. We appreciate you all. You're all so wonderful. Clay, what are you going to tell us about next week?
1: You know I'm not going to tell you. Uh,
0: I'm going to try, though.
1: Yeah, you're going to keep trying. It's just begun. The, the week has only just begun it's for me. It's only
0: just begun. <laughs> also, tomorrow is my birthday, so, like, if y'all want to give me something, just subscribe to our podcast. That would be super, super cool. Even if you're a Clay fan and not a Caitlyn fan, that's okay. Just Still, still,
1: still shilling.
0: Still shilling. Yeah. Yeah, I can't even say I'm ashamed at this point in my life, honestly. So, like, there it is. Well, everybody, have a great week. And thank you so much for joining us today. We're so proud of you. Honey, you're doing great. Keep on keeping on. See you next week. What's so- Pet Candy, it's Pet Candy Radio.